You're listening to Tripod, a podcast produced by Tricycle Creative to help safely navigate creative business owners through the worlds of digital marketing, strategic content creation, and business growth. Host Ross Erosion is a marketing coach, content creator, and entrepreneur who brings you helpful tips, social media updates, inspiring interviews, and his own unique perspective on how to tell your story and grow your business. So if you're interested in being a better marketer, business owner, or creator, sit back, relax, and let's get pedaling. It's News Cycle, the monthly show where I am talking about all things digital marketing, updates, news, tips, what's on my mind, all of those things right here in the News Cycle Show for March 2022, or if you would prefer Smarch, some people like that. I'm joined by Craig Dacey. Hello, Craig. What's up, Smarch? How's it huh? going, man? Who who calls it Smarch? I invented Smarch, so mm, trademark, it's, copyright. It's like- it's like it's fetch. It's not going to catch on. It's not going to catch on. <laughs> it's like, do you say like Fletch? Like the movie? Fe- no, Fetch from Mean Girls. I don't oh. know what. I, oh. I'm hip. <laughs> I'm hip. I know things. This is a movie talk, Craig. <laughs> this is already a mistake. Craig, I brought him on because he's a client. Now I'm going to call him a friend. He'll deny it. But we're at least, at the very least, PlayStation friends. So in That's his right. face, he can't deny that. And he himself is a um, financial coach for small business service providers. And he's a content creator. So I want to have you on because I think that you'll have interesting perspective and takes on some of this stuff. It'll and if you don't, I'll edit you out. Yeah, it's going to be... Uh, what do you think, Craig? Anyway, so next time, <laughs> just splice me right out of there. <laughs> or I'll just like, oh. for whatever reason, I'll just really manipulate your voice. So it's like you're in like the witness protection program. Where it's like, oh, Craig is really Craig. You want to talk? Just let's, let's take the time right now. Talk, uh, talk about yourself. Where can people find mm. you if they, if maybe they are struggling with their finances? Yeah, I can talk about myself all day. I didn't know this was what nope, this was that's about. Not, all right. No, two minutes. Welcome to the Tricycle Podcast, nope. where he's, uh, he's who needs a bicycle anymore? It just makes oh, it easier God. for bullies to shove you right off. He's, he's hijacked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Craig. Uh, yeah, you know me, I'm, but I'm a profit coach. I work with small business, service-based business owners to help them take the insanity of cash flow and make it just so simple that they don't even have to worry about it anymore. And so that's what I do. You can find me at craigdacy.com. You can find my YouTube stuff somewhere on the YouTube. The beautiful thing about being Craig Dacey is there's not many of us. So just that's Craig pretty Dacey's good. everywhere. Yeah. As opposed to all the Ross Erosions out there. So there's many. Too, there's too many. Too, too many. Too many. <laughs> I think you just mean there's too much Ross Erosion out there in general, <laughs> as I think is what you really mean. And that's hurtful. Words hurt, that's, my friend. That's not what I meant. That's not yeah, what I meant. Okay. <laughs> well, this is News Cycle. I do this show every month and I bring to you um, the three, typically it's three, sometimes there's a bonus, but like the three biggest digital marketing updates, news, topics, or really just kind of trends, if you will. And so that's what we're talking about today. I have the first topic teed up and ready to go. So Craig... Are you ready? Let's do it. Topic number one, we are talking clubhouse cleaning. Actually, last month, 
I put a post inside the Marketing Clarity community. Why haven't you joined yet if you're listening? Go to Get Marketing Clarity. There's a module on there. You can join us here in the Marketing Clarity group. But I put a thing up there. It's like, hey, would anyone be interested or does anyone use Clubhouse? And it was... Crickets. Crickets. (laughs) (laughs) What? Who? In the where? What? (laughs) And that's really a bummer because Clubhouse, do you remember... Or like the clubhouse wave. I want to see like how far it permeated, in, if you will, into a non-digital marketer, right? Yeah. Are you are you at least aware of clubhouse and it's like big mm-hmm. launch and all that stuff? I am. Yeah. I was exclusively invited into clubhouse. <gasps> Me too. So, yeah. Me too. It's impossible. They said only a few people get selected. So how no did way. two schmoes like us get them? Yeah. Truthfully heard about it, jumped in there for a call or two. I didn't fully get it. It kind of felt like dinosaur software. I'm like, why, why are we re- like regressing back to like phone conferencing? What is the point? I don't get it. Much just like everything though. I don't get a lot of things and they end up being huge. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. I should have gotten that. Uh, but just couldn't jump on the, on the clubhouse bandwagon. Well, it's funny you bring that up because it kind of was, this is weird, but so, so clubhouse is a social audio app. I think that's how they even like, market or talk about what they do. And it was kind of like a, oh, this is radio in the digital age. It it could be one to many, but you could open it up and people could, you know, give them the authority and the ability to talk themselves and and all that stuff. So I love being a former radio guy. I was like, I love this. I love this idea. But I did the same thing you did. Like I went in there and I was like, this feels a bit clunky. And It was hard to find conversations and things that I felt like I was interested in, right? you know? Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, it did also kind of feel like a lurker, like a creepy mm-hmm. lurker where you're like, I'm in this, I'm listening to your conversation, you know? And it's just yeah. like, now I will say this, the ones that I did join eventually after finding ones, I was like, oh, this could be interesting. I did find them to be pretty, pretty interesting, but mm-hmm. they were few and far between and they weren't compelling enough for me to like go back in. Right. And, and the, the kind of crappy thing was, and this was, this is where I think sometimes people get a little too clever for the room where it's like, okay, for a long time, they didn't have replays and they didn't have mm-hmm. the recording ability. And I'm kind of like, bro. Mm-hmm. Bruh, clubhouse, bruh. I got shit to do during the day. Yeah, like I I can't join for a one hour thing at 11 o'clock Eastern time. It's kind of like this trade-off of like novelty to usability. Mm -hmm. And it didn't seem to balance it very well. And I was reading an article this month and some of the biggest creators on Clubhouse are now leaving. Oh, shocker. Right? And yeah. <laughs> and one thing, the platform kind of, the they interview Clubhouse, I'm going to say maybe like a CEO or COO or a muckety-muck there. And it was just talking about how the platform grew too fast and they mm-hmm. couldn't support it or they struggled to. Maybe not couldn't, but like both infrastructure and platform, right? So the technology, yeah. like you said, and then just the audience. It's crazy with that. Um with just growing too fast as we 
think about that. I mean, it doesn't even sound like that would be a problem. Like, hey, too many people are using it. Too much money's coming in into my business. Like, sounds sounds awful, darn. Uh, but it's true. It's true. You can be just f- so flooded. Like what they were talking about that infrastructure. You don't have the manpower. You don't have the technology. And I think it. Even, uh, I even saw that it was MLMs were like overtaking it. <laughs> and, oh, MLMs always. Speaking of, I I have a really interesting opportunity for your listeners. Oh, uh, so. dang it, Craig! <laughs> no, this is a this is a goddamn super juice, isn't it? You That's son right. of a. That's it. right. You, it's it's not a it's not a pyramid scheme. You just got to recruit two of your friends, and if they recruit okay. two of their Go friends, uh-huh. and then they recruit two of their friends, you uh-huh. will be poor. Okay. So wow. uh, <laughs> I was hoping you'd say get that champagne Mercedes, but you Ooh, know, that's no, a that's real bummer. Well, this is also a good time for me to ask, you know, since, you know, I don't know your age, you don't have to disclose it, but as you approach 40, Craig, you know, our testosterone levels really bottom out. Oh, so bottom, Frank yeah. Thomas is here. <laughs> I wanted him to tell you, never mind. Frank Thomas. <laughs> no, you've been cut. Frank, you're out. He's cut. He's pissed. That was my whole budget <laughs> this year. Why did you tell me to do that? What a stupid waste. Okay. Maybe I'll get him on Clubhouse. Let's get us back on track here. Now, yeah. Clubhouse, they did say, oh, they're kind of pointing to like, oh, this part of the strength would be to their smaller, more collaborative communities versus like the broadcast style, right? So that mm-hmm. that's high value. I think they'd even pointed to like a D&D group that's like 7,000 strong that I'm assuming plays Dungeons and Dragons at some, you know, with some regular clip, which is quite impressive. Interesting. Um, I never got it. Did you ever get into D&D? I had, I had a buddy who uh, insisted. He did a, he did what they call a one shot for us. We had a guy's weekend. We we're going to play video games all weekend, which is what the cool kids do. And he decided to drag some D&D in, uh, which honestly, it wasn't terrible. He made one around the Ninja Turtles. Uh, That's which, pretty cool. It, it was pretty D&D it was pretty cool. for TMNT. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and we we play. It was it was fun. Uh, we got about two th- hours in, and he was like, "All right, you guys want to keep going, or do you want to go to the bar?" And it's like the bar. Let's go to the bar. Uh, <laughs> Wait, do you mean the bar in the game? Did you go to the pub yeah. where the and goblins then we, had their? We brew? pretended to get drunk, and then we pretended <laughs> to meet some girls. And <laughs> <laughs> well, you can join that clubhouse group if you like. So all right. So I I think the big thing with this. Again, this article I read, there are, not only do you have creators leaving, you have an audience of people who have the app like me, maybe like you on their phone. I'm like, I haven't opened that freaking app in in months. haven't had a reason to. Mm-hmm. To be fair, also, I don't even think they've even set up some sort of consistent and maybe I turned it off when I first signed up. But like, you know, as annoying as people like to say all those emails about reminders and things are, but it's like that would be helpful. Like it would be if something mm-hmm. were happening. But again, and and I will say, they also made the update finally that you can now record a session for a later replay. So, okay. Which is nice. That's useful. Yeah. Yeah. Like as a creator, that was the other, you talked about the the, the art, the dinosaur-like software. This is Mm -hmm. the other thing that drives me nuts. And we're going to talk about it a little bit more when we talk about Twitter spaces here in a second is they all prioritize for mobile. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, I have a really nice microphone on my computer. Oh, yeah. The Apple mics are at least a little better on the headphones, but I don't want to use them. Right. They're not the, the, the good microphone I got for broadcasting. 
So it drives me nuts when you can't configure this to use it on your desktop. I get mobile first, but mobile exclusive at the detriment of desktop drives me a little nuts, right? Yeah. Plus, if you're managing a conversation, I also would find it to be easier to have a little more screen real estate. Maybe this is just me. Maybe this is just old man in the room because other people have figured this out. But like, as a creator yourself, would that annoy you that you like, okay, listen, these tools I've invested in, I can't use them? Yeah. As a creator, I mean, when I'm, I sit down at my little hub and I've got my screens and to have all this set up and then I'm just speaking into my phone or speaking and plugged into my phone. Like, I agree with you. Uh, consumer side, I get it to an extent, although, you know, I'm a, an avid Twitch consumer. I'm not a creator there, mm. but having, you know, I use it more on desktop than anything. And to your point of email, I'm constantly getting emails. I'm like, oh, my streamer's live and I'll pop it up and watch it. Um, yeah. So a lot of missed opportunity, but as a creator, for sure, I would want to be able to sit on my computer if for no other reason than just to have everything up where I'm usually creating. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the big elephant in the room, well, there's actually two elephants in the room here. When we're talking about Clubhouse and its potential housekeeping or cleaning or closing is Twitter Spaces, which is fully integrated into a platform, an existing mm -hmm. platform with, I don't know, I don't know how many users Twitter has, a, a lot, a lot of users, um, fully integrated. Now, I tried to do a Twitter Space again about two months ago, and it was the worst experience I've ever had in my life. They've made a lot of updates to it, though, I know, in this month, in March. Yeah. So I may give it another try. Okay. I was going to say, did it, burn, did it burn you or you're going to give it a shot? Like having one <sighs> bad experience, will you usually go really, back? Okay. Here's where I was really, I was hot. I was hot after it because I was trying to do it with a co-host similar to this show. And it just was the clunkiest shit I've ever dealt with. And I hate that. So that was really obnoxious, but I know they have been putting a lot of resources towards spaces in Twitter, even so much so now that it is one of the bottom five icons now on Twitter. It's like right there front and center for you. Okay. And the other one is a brand new service that Amazon is launching. I think it's by invite only. Let's try to get that. Ooh, yeah. There was there was club by before we jump off the clubhouse. There's their problem is they they stopped doing invite only, didn't they? It was just open to everybody yeah. now. Um, I also and, whenever they do invite only, and then it's like it gets into particularly in the the circles I'm in, where it's like, hey, anyone want to pay for an invite? I'm like, wait, just give it two months. Like, I don't probably don't even want to be in there. It's probably a hot mess. So I'll just wait. I'm not paying for an invite. It's ridiculous. Nope. Did you know this is 100% true that 98% of Clubhouse streamers are on the toilet pooping while they're streaming? So. <laughs> oh, God. I believe it. That's where I am now. So I totally understand. <laughs> Sorry. Spoiler alert. So the other, I don't think it's a smaller elephant. In fact, maybe it's a bigger elephant, but is that Amazon is launching an audio, a social audio app hub also. That's going to allow you, it's going to combine audio and conversation and music. Oh, everyone's three favorite things. Right? Yeah. So you can actually play music legitimately, legally, and have it be truly 
like I talked about at the very beginning, this rate, this communal radio thing, which I think is, is super cool. I do a podcast. It's much neglected. I do another podcast personally, but it's a music podcast. I'm able to do that through Anchor. So Anchor is owned by Spotify. So if you want to do a music podcast, you can actually still do it legit on the up and up by using Anchor's platform because it integrates with Spotify and you can play music right there in there. It's a one-to-many model. Yeah. This integrates that community aspect too. So Interesting. Okay. I think if you're a brand out there or an entrepreneur who I think maybe even enjoys or is related to music entertainment, mm-hmm. these are some great new outlets that are coming in, you know, um, subject matter expertise also when it comes to Twitter spaces, things like that. But Clubhouse, I don't know, feels like the uh, for rent slash eviction sign yep, might be I think- put up soon. I think so. I mean, it it seems like the writings. Well, it's hard to know if the writings be on the walks. Again, I, I'm I'm more of a dinosaur than the technology of Clubhouse, but I haven't adopted it. So I've, to me, it's it's been dead for two years because it's somewhere buried in my phone. <laughs> You're dead to me. You're dead to me. <laughs> so we got Clubhouse on the decline, but we got another platform on the rise. <laughs> Topic two. It's TikTok time, baby. TikTok time. I want to tell you, Craig, and you'll say, I don't believe you. I, I for, 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 <laughs> shouldn't have, shouldn't, why did I even give you that ammunition? You are for, a liar. For the better part of three months, one of my marketing assistant has been like, you should be on TikTok. Now, I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult. Not both. really sure. It's probably a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. both. Mm-hmm. But then I had a conversation with uh jill saskin gales the mm-hmm. uh google ads guru you can listen to that episode here uh on tripod get it at tripodpodcast.com or just download it in your feed wherever you get podcasts it's called the beginner's guide to seo and sem and she built her business off of tiktok and i was like whoa like this is the first time I'd actually like met someone, not read about someone. Right. That did that. And so I was like, okay, might finally be the time for me to get in here and see what's crack a lacking. Okay? See what the teens are doing. The kids see these days. It's not I def that's not what I said when I went in. I did Hey all you hey all like, you cool. Let's kids. see what the teens are doing. And then I opened the app. Like that's <laughs> creepiest way to enter a room ever um ross is lurking in there more than he was in clubhouse it's not true (laughs) now november 2021 it was projected tiktok would have 1.5 billion users in 2022 they are as of january i couldn't find any i didn't do a huge deep dive but they're at 1 billion users as of january 2022 now, let's just put that in context a little bit. It's, I think, significantly less than Facebook, but more than Instagram. Yeah. Instagram is, well, Instagram is at, well, they're tied. Instagram is at about 1 billion. But from the things I'm looking at, you're starting to see an Instagram starting a little bit of a plateauing. And TikTok just is not stopping. It is just, it keeps growing. Mm-hmm. And I know what you're saying. 
I don't do lip sync videos. And I'm saying to you, get off the lip sync videos. It's not, I'm telling you, it is not what TikTok is about. TikTok is freaking amazing. It is so, I'm, I'm so hooked. It really is. And it's because it's actually incredibly valuable. I'm bringing this to you because I think that this might be something that you should consider leaning into. Now, I get it. Peanut butter and pickle sandwiches aren't for everyone, but mm. it doesn't mean they're not delicious, okay? <laughs> <does>. Maybe TikTok's <laughs> not for you, okay? But I would recommend before you just throw it out, mm. create an account, go in, follow some hash or like look for some hashtag, whatever your interests are and look up things, follow some people, right? It's okay to be a lurker. I have found TikTok to be the absolute best platform at presenting things of interest without me even having to follow people. And it gets it's, in front of people. I mean, let me preface with I of course the only experience I have with TikTok is funny videos that people will send me. And so that's yeah, probably where yeah. a lot of these preconceived notions are with business owners that TikTok is it's largely because I haven't taken the time to investigate. But in my brain, yeah. I'm going, okay, how does a business like how is it used for business? Mm -hmm. I can't picture and maybe well, that's what I'm I need not to look saying at. I'm not saying that I am the gold standard by any means. You are. But though. you can follow Hello Tricycle <laughs> on TikTok. Give that a follow. You can also follow, I would highly recommend following my friend Jill, the Google Pro. And I think there's some underscores. I think she's the underscore Google underscore pro on TikTok. Because she does a banger. That's what the kids say. Not really. They said that like five years ago. You have been on TikTok. You have kids. You? <laughs> so you would probably know better than I do. But yeah. she does such an amazing job of how you bring business into kind of TikTok. Because as platforms grow, they mature a little too as far as their user base. Typically they start with the kids and then they get a little older and then they get to me. But still TikTok's growing despite even though they get to me. They're savvy, but I think they're engaged. And I think it's a very, not I think, I found it to be a very positive community. Not to say this is gonna be what happens to you, but I've been on for about a month. And I've been doing like a video a week, okay? okay? And I actually had someone reach out to me and I had a sales call from it. Now, right. I'm not saying that's going to be everyone. No, no, you are. You hear that, everybody? Get on TikTok. <laughs> Within crazy. one week, you are guaranteed to have a client. <laughs> if not, invoice Ross Erosion or don't you do it. Okay. One of thousands of Ross Erosions out there. You're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. If you can find me, Good luck, sucker. It's very addictive, but I will say it's kind of difficult to consume for me as much because it is so, because um, it's exclusively video centric, right? Yeah. So, you know, sometimes I can't have the audio on all the time, which still, because of the overlays, you can usually get the gist of a video. But mm -hmm. um, so I, I don't find it as easy to, to kind of consume as a Facebook feed or an Instagram feed, that kind of thing where you use pictures, photos, links. It's, it's not all of that stuff. Now, let's talk a little bit, Craig, about some of the statistics I got here, because I think this is some good stuff. Yeah. TikTok has considerably more engagement than Instagram or YouTube. 
They have some, let's see, they say micro influencers. So I'm going, I don't know how they define that. I'm just looking at this. Sorry, this, I'll put the link in the show notes at tribotpodcast.com. Uh, but let's just go with it. Micro influencers. So I'm assuming those are like niche influencers. Engagement rates of roughly 18% on TikTok. Whereas on Instagram, they're looking at 4% and YouTube at 2%. Wow. Right. So a lot of engagement. Now, is all engagement created equal? Not necessarily, you know, but I will say of all the platforms, I am definitely getting the most reach. And when I, I'll define engagement as like at least a view of my video mm -hmm. on TikTok than any other platform. Now, again, you have to put that in context though. Right. TikTok video is anywhere from 10 seconds to three minutes, right? So not all engagement necessarily created equal. Let's see here. TikTok users spend more than 850 minutes per month on the app. Sounds like a lot. Well, and on that time you spend on there too, that just sparks the question of the dangers of as business owners getting sucked in. Uh, I remember for years when Facebook would actually engage me, uh, it was, yeah. I would go in there to post in a group or, you know, I was admitting these groups and then I would look down an hour had gone by because I just got yeah. into the, the zone. Does TikTok suck you in that? I assume it does. That's how they're designed. It does. It does. But, but I'll say this for me, weirdly enough, I've really disconnected myself from a lot of social media in the past year and a half. I think it's because I was so heavy into it for so long, mm -hmm. both personally and professionally. Now, personally, I'm just kind of like, I don't, you know, I don't need to share every photo all the time. You know, like it's weird mm -hmm. how it kind of comes back and like, you're like, oh, I, I kind of enjoy the privacy a little. So it's, a, it's right. a weird thing, but I will say sometimes when I would get sucked into that Facebook mm -hmm. thing, I'd be like, yeah, that was a freaking, that was a waste. Like, I yeah. don't feel like it was of any use. I feel like on TikTok, whatever even little amount I get sucked in, I'm like, whoa, I actually just learned like a lot, you know, like, which is crazy. Um, so I think it's something that I wanted to bring to you, the listeners, because you know, Craig, you and I, we just, we just completed your marketing clarity coaching program. And I think one thing we talked a lot about was kind of the level of effort mm -hmm. when it comes to digital marketing against the return. And I think that's something that you constantly have to be kind of evaluating, you right. know? And part of me is like, if you're spending even an hour on Facebook, creating something and putting it out there, would maybe half that time, maybe half that time is better spent experimenting with TikTok and seeing what happens there. You know, do you get more engagement? Do you get more follows? Do you get more comments? Do you get mm -hmm. people reaching out to you? This is the, I would say, exhausting, but exciting aspect of digital marketing. You have to keep doing that too, don't you? I mean, yeah. outside of Facebook, who... Um, I won't even predict they're going to go down at any point because I would have guessed they would have gone yeah. down 10 years ago. Um, most of them don't stick around all that long. Um, mm -hmm. And so, or they stop working or they change their algorithm or they change something to where you're constantly like, okay, now where are the kids hanging out now? Where are people going for their business advice? Um, 
And so interesting. And I'm very careful too, not to be like, just jump on something because it is new. Because mm -hmm. honestly, if you and I had jumped into TikTok six months ago, eight months ago, it may not have been as kind of, I think, ripe or ready an environment mm -hmm. for us to use it. And I want to be very clear on this on a meaningful, but impactful way. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you said something earlier. It's like, oh, geez, you know, here comes Ross to ruin it, which is true. Yeah. But even myself as a user of these platforms, once kind of the floodgates open and it does become, it's like, oh, all businesses are welcome. A lot of times those platforms just, they feel different. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying right now is TikTok feels so positive, such a great energy, so educational that it's a really good time, I think, if you've even been thinking about it, to give it a try. It doesn't mean that they maybe won't open up advertising like most platforms do. And then they're like, oh my God, this platform or, you know, they have to readjust their algorithm or whatnot. You know, listen, stuff changes. What I'm saying as I sit here now, looking back the March, 2022, it's a really, really, I think, positive environment for small business owners, small business marketers who are also creators to jump in on. How, um, that's, let me ask you a question. And maybe you talked yeah. about this in your other podcasts. I've never listened to the show before. Um, so, <laughs> uh, I have <laughs> had to sneak that one in there. Uh, but how long does it take? I mean, is it, as you're talking about that time for content and honestly, I've wished there was, and maybe that's what this is, something I could just whip out my phone and quickly just record like a quick, can you make a video really quick? Is it supposed to be looking rough around the edges or does it take time to edit and curate and similar like a YouTube would be? That's a great question. Great question. Because I think this is what's important when you first get in there, right? Just consume, be that mm -hmm. lurker. And what you can do when you first get in there is if there's a video and you're like, oh, that was an interesting way they presented that, right? Or I like that style. You can just long press on it and bookmark it. And then what you can do is you have that, you can go back and find those and you can see, oh, this is how this person structured it. Particularly if you're first learning how to do TikTok, mm -hmm. which is kind of like, you know, what they call like jump cut videos, right? Now, I did a TikTok this morning. And I'm going to say it took me 20 to 30 minutes. Okay. Okay. From start to finish. Now, I, I probably put in maybe 20 minutes throughout the week of just like tinkering with the structure of the video. Because that is something you have to do a little bit. Mm -hmm. So let's just say all in an hour, right? But that is much faster than my YouTube content, right? Yeah. My YouTube content is usually like an hour to record two to three hours to possibly edit, right? Depending on the video, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and my approach is, you know this, cause you've heard me say this, Craig, and I think our listeners have probably heard me say this too on many shows, but like, don't let perfection get in the way of production. Yeah. It is so true when it comes to TikTok. It doesn't need to be the most beautiful thing. It really doesn't. And I think that's a big appeal 
at least to me, where it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, I could do this on a video. Now there is a learning curve of like, okay, putting the text overlays and setting the timing and stuff like that. But I, 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 it takes a fraction of a time to do than my YouTube videos. And honestly, we've talked about this as in part of the clarity coaching program, but like these are different audiences yeah. potentially, right? The person looking for your longer form content on YouTube Maybe coming from search, maybe mm -hmm. coming because you directed them there, maybe coming from your website. They may be at this part of your sales funnel where they're a little warmer or they're actively looking for something, you know, whereas this audience potentially skewing a bit younger, potentially probably skewing a bit more tech savvy. Right. Mm -hmm. But this is more like they've expressed an interest in kind of this general area. And again, it's getting fed to them in this really quickly digestible format. So I've even taken some of my like five minute, eight minute, 10 minute YouTube videos. And I'm like, let me just cut it down to the, to the core. All right. Mm -hmm. And translate them to TikTok. It's a good idea. So if you are already creating content for YouTube, this is not a necessarily an either or this is a take one video a month, mm -hmm. cut it down and throw it up on TikTok. Because YouTube has come out with a competitor called like um, Shorts. Yeah. And I don't, have you used Shorts at all? I haven't. I've seen them, um, but no, I, I haven't I don't used find them. them to be useful. I think without a good news feed. Yeah. Just the amount of steps it takes to be on that YouTube homepage, see a short that's 30 seconds long, click on it, have it open up, and then go back to the home. It just, you've lost me. There's no ease of just like flipping through. And maybe there is, and I haven't found it on the app, but it's not as well, easy. I, no, you bring up a great point, just which just further reinforces it's different expectations of the content for that platform. Right. When I go to YouTube, I'm scrolling through and I'm looking for medium to long length videos. Right. But TikTok, that's not the expectation, you know? And the last thing I'll say on TikTok is one of the other reasons why I finally kind of come around is I think they have a really good chance of survival. This is a very real thing but because of the political landscape right now. And what I mean by that is years prior, if TikTok put its head up and they threatened Facebook, like TikTok is threatening Facebook now, mm -hmm. Facebook would just buy them. Yeah. Okay, fine, merge, acquisition, whatever, it's fine. But this administration, the Biden administration is very clearly kind of have their eyes on tech. And Facebook's kind of in a double predicament where they're losing users. And they can't go to their old reliable of I'm like, I'm just going to buy it. Yeah. So I think TikTok's got a really, really good shot at survival. Interesting. Oh, you've convinced me. I'm going to check it out. I'll go watch your ticks. Are they called ticks? Uh-oh. Hey, kids, are they called ticks? Do you call them ticks? <laughs> Talks? Do you call them? <laughs> watch twerks. your clocks? Yeah, twerks. Twerks. We're going to go. We're gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, <laughs> let's go to the next topic. <laughs> Topic number three, rounding out this episode of News Cycle uh, for March 2022. You can get the show notes, links, tripodpodcast.com. It's another T platform, Twitter tools. Are you on Twitter? Are you on the Twitter? Oh, I have a Twitter. Uh, you have a, okay. That's very <laughs> yeah. dumb. Have a Twitter. You open it up once a week. 
No, I open it up uh, when I'm hunting for a PlayStation 5, which I'm not yep. doing anymore. Which you're done now, <laughs> so you don't so. need to do that. And yep. uh, during like baseball offseason when there's trades, oh, like yeah. they just finished the lockout, so there's just a ton of trades going on. So I was on you're Twitter a, a lot baseball then. baseball guy. Ooh, you am. Braves? Braves, that's right. Right? Yeah, it's my team. Didn't they just lose their like one of their big players or something? Next, next topic. Next topic. I say that. Oh, okay, sorry. No, no, this they is baseball did. talk with Ross and Craig. <laughs> That's right. Actually, you can have me on your baseball uh, podcast, which I don't actually know. If, I don't think you have one, but if you did, it's because called talking balls. I would come in like the. <laughs> I would come in like the you here. I would know nothing. And I know nothing just about baseball. Derail the whole conversation. That's <laughs> use a. It's got. You got a bat and mm-hmm. a ball. Score. Goals, units, points. Score home runs with your <laughs> bat. And this has been the Sports Chat with Ross and Craig. Love to hear your calls. No, okay. All right, Twitter. I just want to share real quick with the, with the audience because I think every, not everyone, but many of the listeners are like you. I have a Twitter account. I go on yeah. Twitter once and again. Twitter, I've talked about it at length on other podcasts, particularly with Kayla. You can go back and listen to that one. But Twitter's really good for live events when things are happening live. I do enjoy the Twitter, um, that kind of thing. But Twitter this month, or at least I found this month, three really interesting tools, which I wanted to share with people because you can use these tools like not just on Twitter. Um, so the first thing is they released a... 2022 Twitter planner and you can download it. It's a downloadable PDF. It's really great. And again, I'll put the link in the show notes at tripodpodcast.com because I'm scrolling through it right now. As we're talking. Yeah, it too. is 16. It's 69 pages. Are they, are they messing with us right now? Come on. Twitter. Ooh, making me you know, blush. What you're doing there with your jokes. Okay. It's 69 pages worth. And 420 and- ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 666 tweets. What the hell's going on here? Okay. Um, but this is a really great guy. Now, I will say... Not because they ripped me off at all, but people who go through my coaching program, they get a very nice content planner too. I'm going to take some things from this. No, take that Twitter. Because there's some really great, useful there is. things in here. And you don't have to just use this for Twitter. Like this is a great, great guide. So I highly recommend you go and check that out. Now. They should be selling this. I mean, uh, let me download it for download. No, download and put your brand on it and then you're going to sell it. Go to craigdacy.com slash stolen planner for your (laughs) planner only $999. (laughs) Your logo is just pasted on top of the Twitter, but like not even in a good way. Like, like the Twitter bird wings are, are out from the sides of it, or you've just put your face on the Twitter birds face you know it's just a poor attempt at it's a good idea yeah it's a good idea the other tool now this has been out for a little while but it's called review by twitter r e v u e and I, let me look at the, what the website is here get review r e v u e dot co and it allows you to create a newsletter and distribute it and get signups to your Twitter feed. And it's like a Twitter product. 
So yeah. like you can build, it kind of has like what, what I would, what's called like a WYSIWYG builder for your newsletter. And you do it like on this platform and then you share it right out on Twitter. It's a weird hybridization, but for those of you out there that don't have a newsletter, I mean, chances are, if you don't have a newsletter, you're probably not like spending a ton of time on Twitter. Let's just be honest. But if you do have a big following on Twitter and you're like, oh, I've done a newsletter, like this might be a really great first step. So that one, I guess that's the question because that one was confused the hell out of me when I was looking at it. I'm going, okay, yeah. what, like what is the, what problem are they solving? What is the purpose of this? Is it really just a, for people who don't have an email marketing campaign platform? I think it, I, yeah, I think it, it has that? to be right. I think it's for people who either. It's for I people it's who want to like use this. more than those limited characters to talk to their audience. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think don't there's know. like this weird, this overlap, mm -hmm. right? Where you either have an audience or you want to, or you're working to grow your audience. You want to make, I, what I would call it, because it looks like it's inline content on Twitter. Mm -hmm. So like I click it and it's right there. So you don't, from what I'm seeing, it doesn't look like you kind of like leave the Twitter platform. Yeah. Right. So, so there's that. So for other almost Twitter users, so is it like a blog or is it like a Yeah, it looks kind of like like a mini blog if you will. Um but it again it lives on Twitter. And it's live, right? Or no, it's it's just coming it out. It is yeah, let me look here. Yes, it looks like you can sign up for free. Um and people can subscribe it says can subscribe to review newsletters directly from your tweets and their Twitter profile. All right. Tune in next month when we talk about the fall of Twitter review. <laughs> <laughs> the fall of review. I think this is an incredibly niche thing. And I will say this, mm -hmm. Twitter, I mean, they're all, all platforms are guilty of this, but like, I feel like Twitter has been the guiltiest where it's just like, they'll, they'll roll something out and they'll be like, nah, scrap it. Yeah. Which sucks, mm -hmm. you know, but listen. If it's broke, then or no one's using it, then why bother supporting it? You know, completely. So. Yeah, I completely agree. It, it does yeah. feel niche. I'm thinking who yeah. who benefits from this? Probably just Twitter personality, like people yeah. who small business owners. And maybe there is a use for it and somebody will figure it out. And I'm just not seeing it. I'm not the marketer here. But for a small business owner, I just don't see the benefit of that versus a standard newsletter with email marketing or a standard blog, um, yeah. unless you're just repurposing content into the Twitter space that you are also putting on your I, blog. I would be completely honest with you. I like that you brought this up. Yeah. If we're going to value those three things, like, okay, I would put blog at the top. Mm -hmm. That's because I'm wearing like my SEO content hat, but you do a blog, you can repurpose it in a lot of ways. Plus if it's strategic, you get SEO value. Second email newsletter, at least you own all those emails, people sign up for it, opt in for it. You can get data, you can get stats. And again, I don't know what data or stats you get here. And then a third, and I'm sure there's something between number two and number three here, but would be review yeah. because, you know, um, you don't get, and again, I don't know, but like deep analytics, it's not on a platform you own mm -hmm. and you can't really share this. The pro that it's, Oh, it's in line on Twitter is also the con. Yeah. Is that you, I don't know what if it goes past that, you know? So 
So maybe go, you know, if you are one of those people, which is probably not many of you out there, but you can go uh, again, getreview.com. And the last thing I just want to bring up, this is a quick one. Oh, glasses. I put time. on my glasses for the listeners at home. Oh my God. Wait, hold on. Hold on. For those of you listening, I got to really got to mark the tape. When both Craig and I have glasses on, this is when we get smart. So brace yourself. Is Twitter just built in a GIF ability in the camera on Twitter? Was that the smartest thing that I have said today? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That is disappointing. That is a real... You can go to bed now. You've peaked. Bummer. You have Your day has peaked. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Everything Good else. Night, everyone. Leave on a high note. Bye, everyone. We are all now stupider for having listened to that. <laughs> Nowhere in that incoherent rambling. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Costanza style. Oh, man. Do you say gifts or do you say gifs? And I just want you to know this will affect our friendship. Well, it's not peanut butter. So it's gifts right thank you that's the right way for graphic you take nothing else from this episode at whatever the last handful of minutes of the episode that you've been listening this whole thing and you're like i haven't learned anything and finally at the end i'm telling you it's gifts i don't want to hear otherwise yeah there's three absolutes you can walk away from pronounce yes. gifts the world is flat one. and uh okay. the moon landing was faked so that's okay. uh remember those other two That's i remember the first very ones. very, very really true don't remember all fake, but if all you facts. say so i'm not listening that much when i talk so it works <laughs> out perfect this has been tripod and it's been new cycle for march 2022 again show notes tripodpodcast.com and you can listen online or listen wherever you get your podcast craig let's let's throw out one last uh plug for you where can people find you and what do you do you can find me at craigdacy.com, a brand new, beautiful website being built by Tricycle Creative. No other. Uh, oh my God, that's me. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's a plug for me. I not told you. you I don't want to talk about the edits on air. <laughs> oh, it's, it's been awful. No, uh, it's craigdacy.com. If you are a small business owner who is struggling with cash flow, that's what I do. Love to help you out. Be more profitable. Take home more money. Oh, love it. Go on that trip this summer, for God's sakes. You it's didn't. spring. Spring is springing right That's here right. in Austin right now. And we've all been stuck inside with our masks on. Yeah. Now is the time to talk to Craig, book a call with him so that you can save up some of that money, put in a vacation fund and go on a trip. You heard him, ladies and gentlemen. COVID is over. Ross Erosion, everybody. It's, it's not. <laughs> dang it. Thanks for listening to Tripod. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. For show notes and past episodes, go to tripodpodcast.com. Connect with Tricycle Creative on social media at Hello Tricycle and learn more about how we can help you with your marketing at tricycle-creative.com.